Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, now this is a big question and one that will divide so many opinions in the comments. So before we start, comment below right now who you think is the best lightsaber duelist on the Jedi High Council during the prequels. Not the most powerful or the most gifted, but the best duelist. I don't believe there's one answer to this and for me to give such a definitive answer is... Well, narrow-minded and dogmatic, as Palpatine would say. So what I'm going to do is explain my reasons why I think this person is the best on the Council and provide backup from the novel. Mace Windu. He balances the dark side and the light, using the power of the Sith and turning it back onto them, as described in Revenge of the Sith. But I don't think he's the best duelist. Master Yoda. He was clearly the fastest, the most experienced due to his old age, and definitely the most impressive with his twirls and spins. However, I don't think he was the best duelist either. Count Dooku, before he turned, was definitely one of the best, as he used Makashi as well as some Form 3. He focused heavily on fencing-oriented attacks, harnessing precision and efficiency versus a power attack or a large swinging attack. However, as Anakin beat him using his powerful Form 5, and now that he's not a Jedi anymore, I don't think that Dooku is the most gifted. The list can go on and on, however, let's get to the point. The best duelist, not the most powerful or gifted, but the best duelist, was Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan was noted as the least... One second. Anakin, take a seat. I'm sorry, guys. Where was I? Right. So Obi-Wan was the least talented Jedi at the temple when he started out. He had to work two or three times as hard as the other students to even come somewhere close to their abilities. His force attunement was also as terrible as his fencing. Plainly put, he sucked. Obi-Wan spent every waking hour studying practicing, failing, and trying again. This is why we see him meet Anakin's force power in a stalemate in Revenge of the Sith. Obi-Wan was older, more experienced. However, with all of his heavy training in the force to catch up to others, he was still only on par with Anakin, who didn't have near the same amount of training Kenobi had. This is because Anakin was naturally talented, of course. Obi-Wan's dueling style was Form 3, Sorsu. He was so good at it that Master Windu literally called him the Master, of the fighting style. This is why the Jedi Council voted for Kenobi to go to Utapau and fight Grievous, because they knew that only he would have the best chance against the lightsaber propeller wielding Grievous. Here's the line that May said to Obi-Wan in the Revenge of the Sith novel. I am called a great swordsman because I invented a lethal style. But who is greater, the creator of a killing form or the master of the classic form? You are the master of Sorsu. 
Sorsu focused on blocking. It was far more true to the Jedi ideology in the sense that it didn't work on the offense, like Anakin style did, which focused on bludgeoning attacks of power and fury, whereas Obi-Wan's was more graceful, blocking where he could, parrying when the chance arose, tiring the opponent out and having more patience than his opponent, no matter how fast they were or how powerful. He always remained calm and collected. He was one of the only people in the galaxy to beat Darth Vader, and not suited Vader either. We're talking about full power engulfed with rage Anakin's body, Darth Vader. He was level-headed enough to keep blocking the attack, continuously moving the fight to where he felt was the best position, and we all know where that was, the high ground, leading Obi-Wan to win. Sorsu relied on tight blade work and subtle dodges to provide maximum defensive coverage. It worked great on blaster fire as well. Over time, Sorsu came to be considered the ultimate expression of non-aggressive Jedi philosophy, and the master of it was Obi-Wan Kenobi. Now here's another piece from the Revenge of the Sith novel from Dooku's perspective. Dooku almost failed to notice that Kenobi met every one of his thrusts without so much as moving his feet, staying perfectly centered, perfectly balanced, blade never moving a millimeter more than was necessary. And only then, belatedly, did he understand that Kenobi's Ataru and Shi Cho had been ploys as well. Kenobi had become a master of Sorsu. Dooku found himself having a sudden, unexpected, overpowering, and entirely distressing bad feeling about this. Even here at their last duel, Count Dooku knew Obi-Wan had become such a great duelist that he even began to doubt himself and thus used the force to choke him, which I still think Palpatine had something to do with. So while Obi-Wan may have had many faults and weaknesses, I do believe he was the best duelist simply because of his patience and ability to move the fight to his advantage to wherever he wanted. Now as to why Yoda didn't let him fight Palpatine, well, Obi-Wan's good, but He's not that good, he's not as powerful with the force as Palpatine was, nor was he as fast when it came to dueling. And that's how Mace was able to control the fight, because of his ability to drain Sidious' dark energy and pour it back onto him, through his fighting style which he made, called Vipad. So if you agree, let me know, and if you disagree, let me know too. I welcome all your opinions. Thank you for watching today's episode everyone, and I will see you all in the next episode of Star Wars Theory. Until then, my fellow Jedi and Sith friends, remember... The Force will be with you always.